1: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, today, my husband, Pastor Doyle, and I finished this little series, and we're talking about sharing our faith with others. You know, today's kind of a a day where people hide their faith or keep it to themselves, or it's a very private thing. But God really wants us to share our faith and people need encouragement. People need love and people need to know about the Lord and they need to know that we care about them and we care about eternity because God says in Ecclesiastes 311 11, that he has set eternity in the hearts of men. And so we want to talk about that today. We are at the church next door. My husband is Pastor Doyle and we're just having a conversation about how we can share our faith. For the other episodes, go to JenniferJackson.com. That's right, JenniferJackson.com. Listen in to this message. So let's see. Gather information about why they believe what they do. Matthew 7 3. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Well, I think this one, some of those specks are, it's a hurt. So with the people that you're you're reaching, you want to begin to look for the hurt because God's a healer and he can unwrap that. And a lot of times I hate to say it, they they were hurt in church. I was I was interviewing a woman this week and she's actually part of the National Day of Prayer, just an incredible prayer warrior, but she said that as a as a child she went to church, but then she got hurt because someone in the church had a failure, and so she went off to college confused, and she put God at an arm's length. And in college, one of her friends invited her to just go see a Billy Graham movie, and she said in the Billy Graham movie, they kept talking about relationship, God wants a relationship with you, and she realized that it wasn't a list of rules, it was that God wanted a relationship with her, and so I think that sometimes those specs, they're hurts, and people have been hurt, and we have to just yeah. talk to them, and, and they need a place to share that.
2: I, I had a guy I was working with, and I, I, I kind of figured out that he just didn't think that God could ever love him, and I, I, started, I started doing these probing questions. I said, well, tell me a little bit about, you know, your childhood and your growing up. What was your family like? And he said, I never got along with my dad. I could never be enough for my father. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I was just, I, I, he always wanted me to do well in sports or something. And, and, and I mean, he had all these ribbons and trophies, but he still wasn't good enough for his dad. I said, well, tell me something about your childhood that, that most people don't know. And he said, well, when I was nine, I ran out in front of a car because I, I thought maybe uh, it would hit me and uh, my problems would go away. And I was like, whoa. I said, I'm glad that didn't work, that you're here talking to me. And I began to to listen to him more, and I realized that this pain, the rejection that he felt from his dad, had led him to live a life of risk. He would take risks that, that, that just aren't smart. And so I began to pray for him, because his spiritual blockage was rejection from his dad, but then he kind of welcomed what I would call was a a, a spirit of suicide. This this notion that my life is not valuable, it doesn't matter to anyone, and so he he kind of held that in. And he was living his life, maybe not knowingly, but unknowingly, that he didn't care if he lived.
1: Or he just wanted even the bad attention from his dad. Any attention is attention, right? So
2: I began to pray for him for rejection. He didn't know about it. But but I began to pray for him. And and one day he says, you know, I really feel like God loves me. I feel like I'm accepted. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was broken over his life then, okay? And then... As he matured, we, we walked, but let me tell you, you may, the reason you're asking questions is so you can ask, see, Jesus, he went to hell to take the keys to hell and death, mm-hmm. and the power to keep them from eternity. You have to understand, Jesus intended for you to introduce them to light and life, and they feel covered in darkness. And so you and I have to understand that that's our job, to till the soil, to love them, to be faithful. You can do
1: this. Well, and to rise up in prayer, if God shows you something like that, you begin to, in your prayer closet, say, you know, I break the hold of suicide over my friend. I break the hold of addiction over them in Jesus' name. You begin to go to battle in prayer for them. And that is part of the gardening because it, you know, it's it's, the story in Matthew where the, the, the mom. Mom comes and she says to Jesus, "My daughter needs deliverance." And He says, "Well, I came uh, for the lost children of Israel." And then she gets down on her knees and she's begging Jesus, "No, my daughter needs deliverance." And He and she's like, "Even the the dogs eat the crumbs off of your table, Jesus." And He goes, "Okay," and He heals the daughter. But, you know, the, there's, there's an aspect of, of going to God and begging him and saying, God, I'm crying out to you for the deliverance for my daughter, for whomever.
2: Have you done that for somebody? Are you willing to do that for somebody? Begin to imagine, wow, I could, I could storm the gates of hell so that someone else might experience eternity. The last question we gave you here is this, ask questions to help them understand themselves. Like -hmm. like for my friend, I I came back to him after that and said, so do you think that you could begin to pray in the psalmist who says, I will live and declare the works of the Lord? I said, can you pray that now? I will not die, will right. live. I will not die. I will live and declare the works of the Lord. And he said, yeah. And so you lead them in that prayer because you're trying mm-hmm. to help them see that they've lived under death. See, prior to Jesus, you live under a culture and a cult of death and of rejection of God. But under mm-hmm. Christ Jesus, you live in the light and freedom and hope. Here at Matthew 9, 4, mm-hmm. it says... Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, why do you entertain evil thoughts in your heart? So when you and I ask people questions, you begin to ask, so why do you think that way? Why have you? Why why do you live that way? Why do you behave that way? Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be talking to somebody and I'll say, you know, I, I remember this from my own life, okay? Aunt Mary said this to me. She said, so when your mom asks you to do something, why do you roll your eyes? <laughs> See... When someone corrects you, do you say, thank you, I appreciate the help? Or do you, do you get frustrated with that? Because, hmm. see, in the kingdom of God, we've got to start welcoming help. We've got to start welcoming a, hmm. a new way of living. But our world says, you don't, I don't have to take that from you. <laughs> I don't, you know, don't you judge me. And then sometimes they're trying Listen, just say, your fly is down. I'm trying to help you. You're about to walk out on stage, dude. See? Get the imagination that people want to help you and that you want to help people, and then we're in this together.
1: And if you do it in love, they will be very receptive.
2: So give them, give them our practical tips. Okay,
1: here's some really quick tips. They're not in your notes. Number one, we start with a prayer to God that he would give us a heart and a seriousness about eternity, and a heart to care about people's eternity. Number two, we will listen to them. Listen and ask questions. Number three, make a list and pray intentionally. Ask God for intentional friendships. You can put your list on your phone. You can put your list in your car. You can put your list. I I always write mine in my Bible because I just, I don't know, I write them in my Bible. Um, Number four, expand your circle. You know, spend a little bit of your downtime. That's almost an offering to God. God, here's some of my downtime. But I'm giving it to you to go to coffee with someone who needs you. Or I'm giving it to you to invite someone to my home for dinner who I know needs your touch.
2: I had a friend. He decided to go buy gas at the same gas station every Mm -hmm. time he filled up just for the purpose of getting to know the people that work there. Mm -hmm. And then he... He spent his time on that. You you can get creative. You can make a decision to go to a certain restaurant regularly just so you can talk to that person there. Okay? So let me ask you this question. While we were talking today, did you feel like God maybe said this person? Did God show you somebody in your life that you need to start? sharing God's mm. love with. You need to start sharing your faith with. Is, is someone in your heart? If you do, I want to invite you to stand, and we're going to pray for yeah. you right now. Let's do that. That's, that's our close today. And we'll agree for them. So, we'll but agree with you for them. If you have someone in your heart, you stand up. I know this is boldness, because yeah, you've got to good. admit, you know, that you're, you're mm-hmm. praying for somebody. And, and if they're sitting next to you, that's really awkward. Uh, <laughs> that's It's all even right. more that's awkward right. if you're that's standing good. next to them at the front of the room. You know. <laughs> Stop. And so,
1: oh, thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you're a mighty God. God, you are King of Glory. You are powerful. You are all-knowing. God, we, we lift this person to you right now, Lord. We pray that all the blockages would be removed, Lord. Would yes, you Lord. deliver them, yes, God? Lord. Would you, we cry out for them, God? I pray that they would come home. They would come home to you, Lord. They'll come running, God. I even pray that you would do whatever it takes to get their heart back in line with you. Lord, whatever it takes, would they come back to you, Father, and give us, Lord, we need wisdom, we need courage, we need um, understanding, Lord, so that we know how to pray, and God, would you soften our hearts, show us eternity, Lord, give us a picture, give us that big picture of eternity, and, and burn within us a love for people, God, and to care about eternity.
2: The Lord sees you, the Lord sees you standing, The Lord sees you. You're watching online and you're standing. And and he wants you to know. He's going to give you the heart of compassion, the eyes for eternity, and the questions to ask. You just keep saying to him, Father, please. Father, please use me. Don't let me waste my life.
1: Thank you, Lord.
2: God, don't let me waste my life. He sees you, you. I thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Well, that was an encouraging and challenging series from my husband, Pastor Doyle, and I, and we were talking about how you lead with your faith and how you share that faith with others. So I hope today you'll grab a cup of coffee with someone, you will go to dinner or invite them to your home for dinner, but these are the important relationships where we encourage one another toward the Lord and in the Lord because eternity really does matter. Well, if you miss the other episodes, go to jenniferjackson.com. You can find the rest of the story there. And while you're there, for a gift of any amount, just to say thank you, thank you for supporting the show, for listening to the show, I will send you a copy of one of my books. So go to jenniferjackson.com. There are prayers there. There are recipes there. There are downloads. And all the episodes of the show you can listen to right there at jenniferjackson.com. Com. Go there today. I'm Jennifer. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this show. It's so important to us. We have a great story coming up. You're listening to Simply for Women.